Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 14. It's your man, Ida, back again on a Championship Sunday, man. A Championship Sunday, we... We know uh, currently uh, at least half of the opponents who are about to be in the Super Bowl. And uh, I got to say, man, I'm kind of on a high right now. I don't know if how many of you guys know, but I am from the great city of Tampa, Florida. So even though I do cover the Hawks, uh, my heart is in Tampa and I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. So I'm excited about the Buccaneers making it to the Super Bowl. And uh, we're just kind of waiting and seeing. I got the TV on split screen. So I got the Hawks on one screen. And I have Chiefs and the Bills on the other screen. So we're currently in the third quarter of the uh, the football game. And the Hawks game is currently in the second quarter. So uh, I want to do something a little bit different today while I'm uh, doing this podcast, just as, as far as the format is concerned. Uh, but first of all, let me uh, get rid of some of this housekeeping. So a large part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms. Follow us on Twitter at HawksBeat, all one word, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube, man. You can get to all of those channels via the uh, via our website. So swing by thehawksbeat.com. Yes, you got to put the, T-H-E, thehawksbeat.com, and you'll find all our links to connect with us on our social media front. So, um yeah, and when you have time, make sure you swing by and give us a rating in the Apple uh, in Apple Podcast, man. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, only a few days left in the month of January, the greatest month of the year. 
Uh, so we really want you guys to check out our, our, our sponsors, our sponsors at Anchor, and our sponsors over at Manscaped. Uh, there's still time for the promo code to uh, get you guys some stuff. Just type in Hawksbeat. You'll hear that in the commercial. So um, let's do this. Let's go ahead and hear from one of our sponsors. And on the other side, we will get into our our live game recap. Yeah, we're going to do something a little different. <laughs> it's the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 14. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. Support for the Hawksbeat Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. The very best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Fellas, we gotta talk. Now listen, I know many of y'all like to go to the barbershop, but too many of y'all are looking like Don King below the waist. That's why I'm here to talk to you about Manscaped. Manscaped just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Now, when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes and it has waterproof technology so you can do it in the shower where nobody's watching. Fellas, I know you like to go to the barbershop and get the fresh haircut confidence boost. Don't take that Don King into 2021. Listen, let's get that bush to tush nice and clean. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you 20% off free shipping with the code Hawksbeat at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code Hawksbeat at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. Free at manscaped.com. Just use the code Hawksbeat and let's not take that Don King into 2021. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 14 of season seven. I'm your man, E-Dub. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for checking us out. Um, We are recapping the Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. So um, the game is actually still going on, but I wanted to get my thoughts on the first half of basketball while we are still, uh, you know, while the game's still going on. So it's something a little bit different, something that we normally don't do, but I figured, hey, why not? So after the first quarter, 32 to 15 is kind of kind of what we expected when you don't have Trey Young and when you don't have Clint Capella. Uh, I won't go into what the offense looked like. I won't go into the rebounding disparities. But, yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, Bucks come out shooting and hitting. The Hawks were shooting, too. I'll give them that, man. They were shooting. Uh, but if you'd asked me if they were hitting, not early on. <laughs> the Hawks uh, finished that first quarter shooting 27%. Yes, they were shooting 27% from the field, only to be outdone by the three-point line and shooting 14% from the three-point line. So um, the only way that is worse is if the Bucks shoot 61% like they did and 50% from three, and that will get you a 32-15 point lead. 32 to 15 uh, score at the end of one. Second quarter, though, it, it, it started to get uh, much better. Before I go into the second quarter, I forgot almost. Um, Onyeka Okongwu gets to start tonight, man, of course, without Trey, without um, Clint. Go ahead and throw the rookie out there. And <laughs> as if life <laughs> couldn't be any more unfair to the young rook, uh, he's got no summer league, no training camp. 
Uh, he's battling injuries. He has very little practice time. And he's given the task to go out there and guard Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, uh, <laughs> but to give the young guy credit, man, he did show some flashes. You know, his first stint, uh, I believe he had a block. He had a uh, charging fall, uh, charging uh, call on uh, Giannis. And uh, I think he had uh, like a steal or something. So he did some good positive plays on the defensive side of the ball. I see what the Hawks see in him. Uh, there's a lot of potential for the kid, but he just hasn't had enough NBA face time yet to really make a tremendous impact. So uh, that first quarter was kind of a wash. Second quarter, uh, Hawks kind of settled into the groove, right? Kind of settled into the groove. The offense is still kind of sporadic. They're still kind of looking around, okay, who's going to be the scorer? Who's going to be the shooter? And uh, there's nobody grabbing rebounds. So, I mean, that's just <laughs> – they went into the half, and the leading rebounder had like two points. It, I mean, two rebounds. So, it was like four of them had like two rebounds. I think it was DeAndre Hunter, uh, John Collins, Rajon Rondo. They all had two rebounds. So, uh, rebounding is definitely an issue when Clint is not playing, but uh, that's something you need to show up, man, because uh, big men, sometimes they just, you know, they get hurt. You you need to, you need to uh, have a better contingency plan if Clint ever gets hurt. So um, yeah, rebounding was a problem. Rebounding was a problem, but second quarter, they played much better. They only got outscored by two points in that second quarter. Um 34 to 32, which means they went into the half down 67 to 47. Uh, the leading scores were DeAndre Hunter and John Collins. So Hunter had 14, Collins had 13. And the third quarter has been kind of up and down. They've been um, kind of back and forth. The Hawks actually made a few runs, um, cut the lead down to about eight. Uh, we got about a minute left, and the lead is kind of back up to lead us back up to around 10 or so. So they're kind of been dangling between a 10 point, eight point lead, but uh, I'm going to come back and recap the second half uh, in just a moment. But that's kind of what the first half of action looked like. Not really impressive, but I will say this in the third quarter from what I've seen, uh, Hawks are showing some fight, man, showing some fight and uh, you know, but look, <laughs> At the end of the day, man, you're just not you're just not as talented as this team. But I tell you what, man, even though you're not as talented, even though you're not as talented out there, um, it's good to see them fighting. It's good to see the fight that they have because they are severely overmatched, severely overmatched. So um, take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to recap uh, the rest of this ball game. So we'll be right back after this message from one of our sponsors. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawks Week Podcast, episode number 14. It's your man, E-Dub. Um, and we have a final, guys. We have a final. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks take care of the Hawks tonight, 129 to 115. Uh, not really much of a surprise there, but uh, Hawks showed some fight, man. They showed some fight. I tweeted out during the game. Win, lose, or draw, you have to be you have to be uh, okay with the fight that this team um, had tonight. So, um, we already kind of already went over the first half. Let's kind of take it away from the third quarter. And actually the third quarter was the Hawks best quarter uh, of basketball, uh, scoring the ball. They, they outscored the bucks 36 to 28, uh, Hunter and, uh, John Collins really begin to get, go, 
<laughs> it got going. <laughs> they really began to get going in that second half, man. And uh, it was just kind of – I think it just takes a while to kind of figure out, okay, who's going to be the guy tonight? Who's got the hot hand? Who's going to initiate the offense? Who's going to be aggressive? And they were kind of feeding off um, – kind of feeding off of each other, you know, feeding off of each other. And uh, DeAndre Hunter and John Collins really played some really good basketball tonight, man. If they don't play the way they do, this team gets blown out by 60. (laughs) They get blown out by 60. But, uh, again, a a very impressive third quarter, man. Uh, They – what did they cut the lead down? Again, they cut the lead down to as, as, as little as eight but every time Milwaukee needed to make a shot, they made a shot. Every time Milwaukee needed a rebound, they got the rebound. It just, it just, um, you just, it's just not enough, not enough to beat a team like Milwaukee. Uh, ended the quarter with an Okongu block, and DeAndre Hunter hits a three pointer from like 46 feet out. <laughs> hits it from like 46 feet out, but uh, it's waved off because it was like just a hair of a second late. But, um, hey, man, the young guy had to go in tonight, man. Young guy had to go in tonight. Going into the fourth, again, uh, you like the fight, but they just didn't have enough. They just did not have enough. And, uh, again, if you're playing a team like Detroit or if you're playing a team like Orlando or Minnesota or whatever the case may be, you might could, can squeak out a game like this. Not against, Not against Milwaukee. Not against Milwaukee. Uh, you didn't rebound the ball uh, good at all. Uh, the rebounding discrepancy was 51 to 28. 51 to 28. They had 15 offensive rebounds uh, to the Hawks, five offensive rebounds. But uh, those types of things, man, that really, uh, <laughs> it really kills you. Also of note, also of note. The Milwaukee Bucks had 60 points in the paint, 60 points in the paint, as opposed to maybe 30 for the Hawks. Um, I don't, I don't know what you do there. I don't know what you do there. <clears throat> you would like to have the Hawks have more points in the paint, but that's just not the type of that's not the style of basketball that they really play right now, especially not without Clint Capella in there. But um, I thought that they made it competitive. I thought that they made it competitive. And, you know, I, I was kind of pleased with the effort. I was kind of pleased with the effort. But, uh, again, without Trey, without without Clint Capella, you're really at a tremendous deficit, at a tremendous deficit. So, um, so on to the next, man. On to the next. Uh, there is no time to cry over spilled milk. This is a long season. This is uh, – Look, man, you got 72 of these games. Well, well not 72 left, but uh, it's a long season. So Hawks are about to go into a gauntlet. And I said this after the last game. I said, uh, it's good that the Hawks beat the Wolves those two games, and it's good that they went on a little winning streak because, uh, again, like tonight we had the Bucks. Next two games are the Los Angeles Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, Tuesday and uh, Wednesday. Oh, you're getting you're getting the Nets on a back to back, second out of a back to back after playing the Clippers. It's gonna be tough. Uh, and then you have the Wizards. So uh, Clippers, Nets, and Wizards this week is what the Hawks are looking like. But uh, Hawks lose one twenty nine to one fifteen. So uh, they fall 
to eight and eight on the season, which actually isn't too bad if you're if you're looking at the grand scope of things. Um, it could be worse. I mean, they didn't win their eighth game last year until I think it was game. I saw a stat. I think it was game thirty six, maybe thirty four, something like that. Um, in the in the in the way 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 too early to look at the playoff scenarios. Atlanta is currently the seventh team in the East with uh, that eight and eight record uh, game above the Knicks. And uh, I'm sure there is going to be a lot of jockeying for position as far as that is concerned. So uh, that's kind of the recap, man. That's kind of the recap of how we do. Um, I didn't do keys to the game because again, Championship football was on. <laughs> uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. It will now your Super Bowl will now be uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I hope that, uh, of course, I hope my Bucks come out on top. But I uh, hope we get a good game, man. Hope we get a good game. Hope everybody's safe and we don't have any COVID outbreaks or anything out of the out of the ordinary. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, let's get into the three. Uh, so if you're new to the podcast, one thing that we do on the podcast is each night or each podcast, we do a uh, a Fab Five. We do a good, bad, and the ugly, and we do a player of the game. So um, just kind of follow along here, and we'll kind of give out these awards tonight. So let's start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um. The good tonight. The good tonight was to me. Um, I could say specifically uh, DeAndre Hunter and John Collins, but I don't want to limit it to just those two guys. I think the team as a whole they showed some fight. They showed some fight. Yes, you would like some guys make some more shots, but I think they played hard. I think they came to play. They tried to win the game uh, as best they could. But again, yeah, <laughs> you're going up against a team that's just better. They're just better. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more talented. You know, we don't have a Giannis Antetokounmpo on this side of the ball. But, uh, yeah, man, so the good to me was I really liked the fight in this team. And they went out there and they, they gave it their best. They gave it their best. So I'm cool with that. The bad. The bad to me was I don't like to just kind of call people out. But also, uh, I, I thought the shooting guards were bad tonight. Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish. Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish were not good tonight as far as shooting the ball is concerned. Cam made a couple of defensive plays. Kevin got to the hoop uh, on a couple of plays, missed a couple of bunnies, um, shot two for six from the, from three-point land, but three for 11 overall on a night when Trey isn't playing. I need more than that, man. I need more than that. And I understand Cam is coming off, or, uh, off of an injury. I don't know what his injury situation is, like if he's 100% or if he's trying to play through something. But again, 1 for 8 tonight, 0 for 5 from from three-point range. I mean, he shot – he made his free throws. (laughs) But I I need better – like I need better from my two guards. If I'm a coach, I need better from my two guards. Now, I know evidently uh, Lloyd is going to get the blame for these. Lloyd is going to get the blame for these guys not making shots. And so, like, I get it, but – um. Uh, yeah. So to me, that was the bad tonight. That was the bad tonight. It's just I, I just wish you would have gotten a little bit more from uh Kevin Herter and Cam Reddish. And who knows? Uh, maybe instead of uh 
maybe you maybe you make it just a little bit closer. Maybe you make it just a little bit closer, and uh, you can maybe give your chance a, a, a better chance to steal this game. But it was not so tonight. As far as the ugly is concerned, I, I kind of went through it a little bit earlier. To me, to me, the ugly was the rebounding. My gosh, like, and I understand like Clint isn't there. Like, I understand Clint isn't there, but like the drop off when he's not there, it should not have been that bad. Like, I don't know. I like, I don't know what the statistics are as far as where. Milwaukee is as far as the rebounding teams in the league, but oh my gosh, man! You only took one guy off of this off of this team, and the rebounding deficiency was just—it was inept. It was inept, and you 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 don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. I mean, Clint is just—I mean, he's obviously a top five rebounder in this league, but um. Yeah, man, you don't want to see that big of a drop off when you're missing a guy because let's say he gets hurt, then I mean, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do for rebounds? You know, uh, you got to figure something out, man. You got to figure something out because big guys have a tendency to get hurt. They got they have a tendency to get hurt. They have a tendency to get injured, and you have to figure out a contingency plan. So when Clint is not there, all five guys need to be crashing the boards. All five guys need to be crashing the boards. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I put a lot on John, man. John, he, he had a good night shooting the ball, but he had seven boards. Seven boards. How you don't have ten rebounds when, when Clint isn't there? Who's getting the rebounds? So it's just small things like that. It kind of separates kind of separates the, uh, the, the playoff teams from your top-tier teams, right? So um, the rebounding disparity to to me was was the ugly part of tonight. It was the ugly part of tonight. Um, let me see if I can pull up what were the uh, what was that rebounding? Let me see what the, if I can pull up those rebounding numbers again. Yeah, fifty two to twenty seven. Not good, man. That's ugly. God, that is ugly. Fifty two to twenty seven, and the points in the paint were uh, sixty to thirty. You're not going to win a ball game like that. You're just not. So um, that is the good, the bad, and the ugly as far as the Fab Five is concerned. So the Fab Five is simply this. I just picked the five guys who I think played the best. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I, I don't really do regardless of position or whatever. But, um, yeah. So I'm going to start my Fab Five off with – and this is a tough one, but he, he kind of made it at the last minute. I'm going to go Brandon Goodwin. Brandon Goodwin only took two shots tonight, but he had five assists in 14 minutes. And I thought that he did a good job of kind of keeping the tempo, playing with energy. And Brandon does a lot of stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. So to me, he was one of the five best guys playing tonight, even though he only took one shot. Um, two points, five assists. Um, you know, I, I thought that he, he, he kept serve pretty decent for that second unit. So, um, Brandon makes the five tonight. Uh, secondly, sec- secondarily, uh, we're going to go Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo finished the game a little bit better than he started. Um, finished the game with seven points, six assists. I thought he really, 
I thought he went. Be- I thought he got better as the game went on. I thought he wasn't very good in the first half. Uh, he was zero for three from three point range, um, three for six from the field. Again, six assists, and uh, I just thought he was better when um, that second half. And I think in the third quarter, I'm not sure if it was him or if 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 Goodwin was the guy running the point when the Hawks were making that run. One of those two guys were on the court. But I thought those were the best two guards tonight for the Hawks, Brandon Goodwin and Rajon Rondo. Um, <clears throat> next up, of course, Gallo off the bench, man. This guy can shoot. Listen, 17 points, four for eight from, from the field, three from six from downtown, made all six of his free throws. Uh, what he doesn't give you in rebounding <laughs> or, or defensive acumen, uh, he, he, he makes up for it, man. I mean, he is a shooter-shooter. There's a different dynamic to him, to this team, when he is on the court. Uh, 17 off the bench, led all the bench guys in scoring. And uh, it was just nice to see him back tonight. Nice make, seeing him making some shots. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, 17 for Gallo tonight, so he makes the 5-5. Five five. And the last two are, are very um, – Pretty, uh, I'm sure you know who the last two guys are. One, Mr. John Collins, who went for 30 points in seven boards, 12 of 19 shooting, shot the ball really at a high clip from the three point range tonight, six of nine tonight, uh, seven boards. He was special tonight. Uh, bravo to one, Mr. John Collins. I really like this game tonight. If I could nitpick on anything, I kind of wish he would have got into the groove a little bit early, but I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. Um, I would have liked to see him kind of be the primary, but DeAndre Hunter had to go in. So uh, they both kind of took took turns, go back and forth, go back and forth, you know. But uh, 30 points tonight for John is really good. I thought he was, you know, very special tonight. And DeAndre Hunter, 33 points, career high. Two for five from three, 13 from 21 from the field. Both of those guys shooting 60% uh, from the field. Definitely the Hawks' best players on the floor tonight were those two guys. Depending on the, depending on what time it was, uh, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, they were kind of tag-teaming those guys. But at the end of the day, it just was not enough. Was not enough. So kudos to those guys for stepping up, man. Kudos to those guys for stepping up, man. Player of the game. Player of the game is one Mr. DeAndre Hunter. Uh again, man. He was he was just man, he was just special, man. He was special. The way he he was just getting to his spots, not just settling for threes, you know, the activity that he gives you. He is dev- again the best two-way player the Hawks have. The best two-way player the Hawks have. And uh is just I, I tweeted something. I was like, yeah, DeAndre heard some of y'all talking about him last <laughs> last year. And uh, you're, you're seeing the benefits. You're seeing the benefits of this guy, man. You know, uh, last year there was another rookie that came in with him, and uh, he, he, he he seems to get all the accolades at time. But DeAndre Hunter is the man giving, putting them dividends in. He's the man putting the dividends in, you know. And I was like, yo, man, y'all are disrespecting this man, the way y'all not showing him love. But there's a reason they jumped up to number four to get him. You know, there's a reason they jumped to number four to get him. But, uh, again, it was good. It was just good to see the young guy uh, balling tonight and taking care of business. So, 
Um, Hawks lose, unfortunately, uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks uh, with a final score of 129 to 115. And um, is there any news that I need to get out to you guys before the next game? I don't believe so. So uh, Hawks have uh, a few days off. They will take on the Clippers on Tuesday, Nets on Wednesday. So um, I'm not sure if we'll have a pod in between them. I might just shoot one out or I might shoot something out. Should put some content out on the YouTube between now and then. But uh, make sure you're connected with us on all of our social media platforms. We're trying, especially YouTube, we're trying to get our subscribers up. Uh, shout out to all the new followers that are following us on Twitter. We finally hit over 1K. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you guys as always. And um, I think I got it all, man. So uh, if you have any uh, thoughts or anything, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Right. And so like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.